0: hello hello and welcome to my podcast i blame miranda with your host me miranda Vidak, of the blame fame thanks for tuning in and listening I got to tell you guys, before I start with my episode, I am obsessed with podcasts. I don't know if you guys got into the whole craze, but you have to, if you didn't, this is my go-to thing to do while I'm cooking or doing anything that doesn't require my brain. Um, There are such cool um, podcasts out there um, dealing with really important subjects. With such unrehearsed, inhibited, uncensored talk, um, there's no form. It's I think the fact that uh, people are not seeing you talk it's just your voice gives people an extra oomph to kind of like really put themselves out there and uh, talk in a way that is so refreshing to me while tackling the very important subjects. There's one uh, particular um, podcast on Anchor, where where I host mine, uh, and it's called Madelia is Confused. Matt is not uh, paying me for saying this, even though if he wishes, he I'm not going to complain, but I love this guy. His little uh, 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 podcast is, as he says, gist of my show is based on my general confusion about what the fuck is going on with the world. <laughs> I mean, just that right there. He says that he looks at the news, he steps outside, goes online and thinks every second of the day, what the fuck is happening? So then he has guests coming host, I mean, as guests, um, he has guests as guests. This like, Did you just hear this brilliance of a sentence construction by yours truly? He has guests on his show uh, helping him understand what the fuck is happening with the world and he talks to them about shit that confuses me or upsets me as he says and I I, I laugh so hard the other day I was listening to one of his episodes and he says maybe I should post every five days I'm trying to kind of like have a schedule but you know what just fuck this I'm not even gonna have a fucking system this is how he talks he curses so much and then he had an episode about movies and dying he's very upset about um Movies they're just unrealistic, and he is upset with the seventy three year old Rambo, and uh, Sylvester Stallone running through the woods with like a crossbow. I mean, he's so hilarious. You have to listen to this guy, and then also the thing that I was laughing about. Uh, he was watching um, a Gerard Butler movie, The Angel Something. There's three movies. They're so dumb. And uh, the way he talks is like, in the movie, Gerard is a sexy bodyguard that saves a sexy president. I mean, it's so hilarious. I mean, honestly... So, yeah, I really am obsessed with podcasts. And I think you should kind of look in. I can leave you a few recommendations. uh, If you'd like, you can uh, DM me or email me and ask me to the ones that I like. And I can give it to you if you uh, would wish to listen to it. Anyways, so let's get back to our episode. Uh, What I want to talk about in this episode is... Based on Modern Love on Amazon Prime, the episodes, the eight episodes, they're based on New York Times column of the same name, the eight real life true stories. So uh, I know it sounds cheesy. Oh my God, Modern Love! We're we gonna talk about love. This is Sonami. um, but it is really something that you should watch. Um, I love to see the real stories. This uh, column doesn't have a one author. It has every single uh, column has a separate author. And they are telling a story about uh, some kind of romance, dating, love in their lives. And it's just, it gives you a very different perspective. Each one that they picked to um, televise is, um, has a really amazing spin to it. It's kind of hopeful, too. Because they all start very depressing and it's like, it just, I mean, it will definitely open some perspective that you did not think about, I promise you that. Um, And uh, this whole fall, all the articles that I was writing uh, on my blog... They're all kind of like about dating love. Everybody is talking about it. Everybody that sends me like messages or emails, it's all like about that. I don't know what's going on, going on in this September. I think um, this is kind of like a beginning of the year for many where we kind of like trying to subtract or add what we did and who and what and where we are in the world. I, for once, I don't count um. Uh, New year's or um January is the beginning of the year. I do the same thing in uh, September, and then also we 're off summer where the romance is a little bit like highlighted or should we say so I think we're kind of like trying to <laughs> calculate what happened in our lives and I did a blog post the other day called Boo Boom Chow. They had like triple the readers that I usually have, and um I um created that um Specific blog based on the uh, series that I s- have seen uh, Money Heist on Netflix, and in that TV show, uh, one of the characters uh, had a, like a monologue about love, and they and he said, um, "In every relationship, there's a lover and a beloved, and uh, the lover has much uh, better time than the beloved." Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, sorry. Beloved has a um a more time than the lover, and so beloved is only uh, limited to being uh idolized. So it's a very interesting story. I mean, like you know, it's it's actually so accurate because every relationship that uh I was in, I was either one or the other, and it was never equal. So I wrote about that. A lot of people kind of. Not got upset, but like I had a lot of questions because I was uh, mentioning uh my previous relationship It was very public and people see saw it in a different way and so they um kind of uh, read my blog as kind of like diminishing what they thought, which was not the case. I had to like explain the whole thing. Anyways, the point is, uh, we are all very heightened about everything, dating, love, relationship at this moment right now. So this is just a theme that I'm going to continue until we um, I, 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 I analyze all these stories that uh, kind of uh, maybe help us understand the uh, human psyche or connection a little bit more. So uh, so most of, uh, the most important thing of all, please watch this. It's really, really good. It will give you the perspective on love you forgot about while we have to grind everyday Olympic dating games that we participate at it's on amazon prime it's called Modern love so one story in particular took me there's eight stories uh, in the series well i mean all of them in a way but one is particularly scary quote unquote for me uh and it's the human connection slash relationship paradigm that kind of keeps me up at night i was talking um with a friend the other night and uh I asked him about the girl who I thought liked him and I had a feeling he liked her too. And I asked him like what was going on, why nothing happened. And he told me, you know, it was unreal for what he told me. And this is exactly the subject that was rolling through my mind last few weeks. He told me I met her in the nightlife and nobody you meet in the nightlife, it's a quality person. I was just so amazed with that. Like, everything is circumstantial, we understand, but it should transcend space. I mean space, like, I mean location, like, not space, like, space, up in space. But uh, uh, a connection, a human connection should transcend that. Because you can meet somebody during the day, can be the shit fucking person. And you can meet somebody um, in a club that is a quality person. You don't know this. You think you're cool and you're in a club. So if somebody else is also in a club... Take a minute to see what kind of person it is. You're going to lose a little bit of time. Maybe you get out over something, maybe nothing, but you at least you try. So this is just, I mean, this I'm like obsessed with this concept. We live in the times where people don't connect. I mean, people just meet people, but there's a lot of options. And they don't really, um, you know like each other that much and there's something possibly better lurking around the corner and you move on and you disconnect uh i mean that's okay but sometimes like you know if you really don't like somebody you disconnect it's fine you just kind of like the phase out that's fine but there's people who you might like if you give them a minute to kind of like um Um, give them a a second to see how they are. You're not psychic. You don't know how people are. If you just see them, we assume a lot. We see some kind of patterns through, like, whatever that we experience in life. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, we, we base our opinions in something that we already experienced. So to repeat, as you meet somebody you don't like, if it's a lot, that's fine. But, you know, if you meet somebody that you like, but for some reason, it doesn't go anywhere because you have predisposed opinion. This person is this way, that way, based on where you met them. This is ridiculous. Um, the most people uh, that meet, they meet people today and like them, they choose not to see if there's something to it because we think there's a lot of options. And actually, the appearance of options really screws us on this. Um Everybody sees a person once or twice, a few times a week, and they decide not to know more. This is where your never-ending question comes in play. Everything that you... Like, the thing that you ask yourself so many times, and you heard this from your friends, but I don't understand. We have such a great time, and after something maybe... Like, it was really, really amazing, and then just, like, nothing. All of a sudden, like, he or she just disappeared. You said that. How many times you said that? It was great, but then all of a sudden, nothing. And I always connect this, Um, it's maybe a little bit unconventional, but this is what I always say, and people are like, you can't compare this, I actually can't, think about your family for a minute, Uh you have a family, you have siblings, do you like them, I mean, do you spend time with them, why do you spend time with them, because they are your family, and you have to. do you like your brother or sister, maybe, I mean, they're like this or that, but like... If you saw your brother in the bar and you don't know him, you might think he's not a great of a person. But because you have to live with him, you know all these qualities. You know a whole person. Am I right? You have to know these people. You can't just leave. This is your family. You're stuck with these people. So then you're forced to learn that they are great people. But what if, hear me out, I know you think it's crazy, but what if you took the same approach to people who are not your family? People who you meet and people that you like. Do you see them for a few times and decide, fuck this, without even getting a chance to see some things about them, you just cannot imagine in a few times you've seen them? Let me pause for a minute and I'll tell you marinate the previous part of the concept while I tell you about the episode and then the true story behind it. So the guy and the girl, they go on a date. When they come into his house, he just moved to his new apartment. There's a bed, actually a mattress, and it's leaning on the wall. He passes by it, and the mattress falls on the floor. Sorry if I'm spoiling, but, you know, sorry, fuck it. You have time to watch it. Just as she, and the message is more important than you're watching the show. So I can just tell you this, and you, you can watch it. But, spoiler alert, I am telling you about this particular episode. I think it's number four ah, uh, you've been warned. Anyway, so the mattress falls on the floor as he passes by it. She looks at him thinking that he did that on purpose to kind of insinuate he wants to have sex. Awkwardness enters, of course. He's trying to tell her the mattress fell by accident, that he has no game, and there wasn't an attempt at one, and she's weirded out. Things are weird. The circumstance is weird they're trying something, she goes to the bathroom, he's weirded out what will happen, she's in the bathroom thinking, what's this guy all about, and da-da-da. So we hear a million times, seen a million times experience, how does this story end usually? How would it end? They will have sex, they feel weird, no one calls anyone, or they don't, they spend a few more awkward dates, the tone is set on weird, so it probably doesn't go anywhere, right? Yes. But this is not what happens here. What happens is that while she was in the bathroom, he leaned on a sofa and fell down on a glass they previously had drinks from and cuts open his arm. Remember, this is a true story. So what follows is a 911 call going to the ER, him actually needing an operation as he cut his muscle because he fell with all his weight on the glass. So she goes with him, of course. And she stayed with him during the, the, all of it, all night, the next day. And so, okay, so what's the point here? They were thrown out of the weird circumstance. We all fall in when we meet somebody. Unless it's the friendship come first, they were thrown out of the weirdness, they were forced into a real-life situation where she took care of him, where she showed her vulnerability, where she showed compassion and helped him grab water, food, get dressed in the hospital. They spent hours and hours of talking, which would never happen if they just had date sex or a few more dates and that's it this would never happen they talked about their lives real lives not the carefully curated stories you talk about on a first date or any dates where we all lie I don't do dates so I don't lie but um usually people just bullshit you know um he saw her in a completely different light a real life she saw him in a completely different right like what? From what she would conclude about him, having just spent a date with him that night, right? So did not they did not consciously choose to spend this time together and talk and talk about life like the most of people today choose. Uh, today choose not to. The connection between people doesn't fail because we're not that great or great for each other. Even though their situations where we're not great for each other, but I think literally sixty percent of it fails because we do not give an inch of effort to spend some real time with the person and see who they really are in more circumstances than few dates. We assume who the other person is based on appearance, vibe, the way somebody cares themselves, dress, totally oblivious of the fact a lot of people need a minute to show who they really are. A lot of people are shy or they're dealing with something if you caught them at a certain time in their lives. So we judge someone, but what appears to us without taking a real effort to see and time, we are un we're impatient motherfuckers. We do not give people time. I know you think my parallel with the family, what I said before, remember when I told you marinate this and we'll get back to it, it's unconventional, but I guarantee you not really. You might have a sister that is the most amazing thing on the planet. Some guy that just met her does not have a clue how amazing she is. But you know, because circumstances made you spend your whole life with this person. Your mindset is turned on to this person, the best of her. You want to know. You are forced to know (laughs) you are in the same house. Imagine how different your life would be if you adopted that mindset with people you meet. Of course, you don't have to... (laughs) Don't think... Uh, don't, don't be literal, I mean, don't think you have to see women as your sister, or all the guys as your brother, no, but just adopt the mindset, this mindset with the people that you meet, I'm not saying give somebody you don't like a choice to see if you can learn to like them, no, but give somebody you meet and you liked And you spend great time with, give that person a chance to see more about them, him, her. See them in a more circumstance. See them among friends. Fuck dates. Don't go one-on-one dates. See them among friends. You're gonna see how this person interacts with other people. You're gonna know more about them. You're gonna see them when they're not thinking, what they're gonna say, how they're gonna behave. Give them a bit of time to show themselves before you decide, based on your assumption and not the whole picture. That there might be something better out there. So you don't, you just go, go, go. You don't give anybody time, time of day. It's ridiculous. Why do we do that? Sorry. Why do we bond with people more? Think about this. Why do we bond with people more when we're in school or generally when we were younger? Because circumstances forced us to spend time with people around us. We had a chance to bond. We did so much with each other, school, sports, adventures, you know. And now this digital society turned us into an impatient fucking species who expect to be entertained by people we like. This person should entertain us. We, we expect to be impressed in 24 hours and we let go of a good people and good people let go of us. This is very fucking ridiculous. Why are we letting circumstances connect us with another human being, this is like you're not leading your narrative, you're like a, a a puppet with a puppeteer, so if you put in a certain, a certain circumstance, something's going to come out of it, and if you're not put in that uh, particular convenient circumstance, um, nothing's going to come out of it, so that means somebody else is dictating your life, transcend time, transcend location, translate transcend age, like you, everything is timeless if you want it to be, you know, don't do things that are accidental, those like circumstances that connects us with another being, which one is good and one is not, that's accidental, We rely on the universe to choose for us, it's bullshit, When well, we can consciously decide and choose to run our own fucking narrative, Do you know what I mean, I mean, this is me telling you to do this, but I'm telling it to myself too, So, um, we all, all, um, learn, uh, have to learn to do this, but this episode was honestly like shocking to me because, you know, the whole point of their date would be, they would see each other a few times, have sex, disappear, or do it for two, three weeks and disappear by, but the fact that he cut his arm made them into a, um, situation where they just saw the humanity of each other. And I don't know that it, that it doesn't say how we end. It just, it's left open, but it's a very huge, uh, narrative. I mean, with, what am I saying? Narrative. Sorry. It's a very huge, uh, very huge. I'm losing it at the end. Uh, it's, a very huge, big, very big, uh, indicator how things can be different if, um, we have a different circumstances, but don't let universe put you in those. Choose them by yourself, and that's it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, and I'll—I uh, don't know what I'm gonna do, but thank you for listening. Bye.